Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated. Oh, you, got, you got three drinks. Yeah, do you want, do you want one? No, no, I'm good. I'm no, good. I guess it's COVID season. No, I don't care. I've already had it. You did, you really? Yeah, March. Wow, what happened? It wasn't bad. It was, you know, three days of fluey, kind of snotty, tired feeling, and then it went away. Did you lose your sense of smell and taste? I did, yeah, taste? yeah. But I mean, it was, I was still doing stuff. I was going to work. Oh, really? And Because uh, I didn't know what it was. It was so early. Oh. And uh, I called a doctor. He's like, ah, you got a bug. It'll go away. And I was like, oh, great. And it went away. Huh. Wow. So I think it's bad if you have asthma or if you're hugely overweight. But I think if you got no... Or like diabetes, but if you yeah. if you got no uh, pre-existing, I think you're okay. Did you you ever follow Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on Instagram? No. Well, do you know who he is? Uh uh-uh. uh Well, you know who Robert Kennedy is. Yeah. It's his son. Oh okay. Yeah. And Is he, he funny? Uh, he's not <laughs> no. a funny man. Oh, no. Okay okay. No no. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say some zinger no, or something. No no. <laughs> he's not a comedian. <laughs> no, he's uh he kind of like. Uh, He's a, what do you call it? Somebody who's really, I don't want to call him an anti-vaxxer. Oh, got it, got but, it. But he's sort of, like, he, he puts a lot of information on the dangers of vaccines. and. Oh, I love vaccines. You do? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take anything. You, would you take this Bill Gates one for COVID? Probably, yeah. You would? Well, I would try to get a paycheck out of it, but yeah, I would take it. I mean, is it tested, or did he make it? I don't know. I have no idea. All right, if he made it, maybe not. So you don't go in, in, in for conspiracies? Nah. Nah? Nah. I mean, I'm not saying they're wrong. I just don't care. But you do care about speech. Sure. That's kind of like uh, riding alongside the same lines as is uh, in the same realm. Okay, yeah, I you guess feel so. Me? But I'm a comic, so I need that. Yeah, maybe but stuff. you're a human, so you need health, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love health. <laughs> <laughs> health is good. <laughs> health and health. health, health. Health. health first, really. <laughs> but I'm pro-vaccine, is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm all for health. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that think those are bad for you. That's the Oh, point. I see. Yeah, yeah autism yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's exactly. I, exactly. I want to get my, yeah, uh, like... my medical news from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenny McCarthy. So where are you from? New Orleans. Oh, right. Well, I used to, I kind of lived there for like six months. Oh, yeah? Yeah, on Decatur and Esplanade, right over Checkpoint Charlie's. Yes! You know wow. Checkpoint Charlie's? That's like, you were in the heart of it. I was right there. That's yeah. right between Treme, I mean, um, uh, what's that? Marigny and, Marigny uh, and the Quarter. And the Quarter, yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle. I loved it. Yeah, I grew up on Esplanade. Wow. Yeah, further down, out of the Quarter, but on that street. Nice. Crazy. Love it there. It's a wild time. It's different now. It's kind of cleaned up. Yeah, Hollywood moved there. Hollywood, Katrina gave it like an enema, and a lot of people left. And, uh, <laughs> and the property values went up for some reason. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, they built a medical school. A lot of honkies moved in, and it, it, it got a little gentrified. 
Yeah, it's hard to perform in New Orleans. It's not a great performance city. I don't know why. It seems like you you want it to be when you're on tour, or whatever. You're like, oh yeah, New Orleans. Exactly. And then the shows suck. They suck. <laughs> they suck. The comedy it's shows like, suck. The music suck. It's, it's like, tough. I've only it's seen one show. There. It's because it's so fun outside. That's what it is. That it's like nobody like you have to be like I don't know. It's a major city. It's like brought up all the time as this entertainment <laughs> hub, but there's no comedy club. All the music venues, everybody's shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She um, can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> all right. The, thank God the kid's deaf. But yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, you're right. I'm glad you said that. She can't hear you. <laughs> That's funny. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's tough over there. I'm glad you said it because, you know. It, Wait, there are no proper comedy clubs in New Orleans? No, that, they don't last because everybody in New Orleans is like, we're having fun drinking on the sidewalk. What yeah. do we need to go in there for? We're laughing out here. So yeah, well, like if you play a big enough venue, you can have a really good show. That's there. true. Like like when I've like I've done shows opening up for Greg Dooley or something, and they've been good. Yeah. But like when you go and you play like your little like, I'm gonna make it. I'm on my way to make right. it in those venues with a hundred people. It sucks. Sucks. Forget it. Yeah, and <laughs> New Orleans, everything's falling apart. Like we're all just trying to party and, and hang loose. Nobody wants to fix shit. So there's like wires on every hanging off the wall. The pipes are leaking. The sound isn't great. Mm. The building's been there since you know the French Revolution. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it's not up up to snuff, but it's fun. They got a lot of things you can sniff. I don't know if it's up to snuff. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, don't, I just got that. I'm not a comedian. You know? No, I'm just, no. I'm just trying. Is, hey, I get it. Is <laughs> One Eye Jack, Jack like the primo venue Jack's, down there? That's a good one. That's a good is venue. That, That's where I do my shows. Is that like the Bowery of New Orleans? Yes. Yeah, good call. Okay. Is mm -hmm. there a beacon of New Orleans? There is. What? Yeah, there's the Mahal Mahalia Jackson Theater is a big one. We oh, got yeah. the Sanger Theater. That's like our Carnegie. So, so there's a few. Oh, there's a Carnegie too. Yeah. Oh, okay. You we, know, got, we got a lot of theaters. There's the Joy Theater. You know Rio? We got Rio. Rio? We no, got, like uh, he owns One Eye Jacks. Oh. The guy's name is Rio. I don't know Rio. Rio. I, I might have met him because I know the booker of One Eye Jacks. Yeah. But I don't know the guy Rio. Yeah, I think his name is Rio. Shout out Rio. All right. Shout out Rio. There's another place that's good. The Commerce. Ah, I can't think of it, but uh, that's where the comics always go. But yeah. like I lived right over Checkpoint Charlie's, and at like 4 a.m. on a Tuesday night, a blues band would just start playing. For like nobody in the bar. Like it's just like. For you in your apartment. It's just like. It's weird. I love that town for that. It's like it's like going to India. It just It's this assault on your subconscious to the point where it puts you in an alternate state. Yeah. That's kind of creative. That's true. And it's a freewheeling town. You kind of just live off the land, except the land being partying like mm -hmm. like uh you can go out and hear a blues band or a jazz band playing at a bar and it, the the sound is coming out of the bar so you don't have to go in then mm. you can just buy a six pack at a store sit on the sidewalk listen to it and then there's a guy selling fried chicken make he's making it on the sidewalk and you're like all right i'll have it <laughs> and uh then there's a, a our bar which mm -hmm. has like free red beans and rice on monday yeah greg dooley owns that now oh there you the go yes. bar. yeah yeah that and was he's got the, hot the, ho spot. the hotel right above it, too, yes. which is like super boutique and nice. Yeah. You know what else is hard in New Orleans? I don't know how much time you spent there if you're married or what, but it's hard to get laid in New Not Orleans. Me. 
I didn't find that. Ah, uh, well, you're a, <laughs> you're a tall, good-looking guy, but no. I grew up there. I was, uh, you know, just a schoolboy trying to get laid. It wasn't easy. <laughs> That's more to do with adolescence. Maybe you're right. Probably. I was a it's like that period. It's that period of time. Now, if you went back there, it'd just be like. You think? Yeah, you'd okay. be a lady killer. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of armpit hair too. <laughs> you don't a, like that. You don't. Nah, go? it's a bummer. I mean, I'll that, do it. It's not famous. a deal breaker for me. Not a deal breaker. No, but it's a bummer. It's not my favorite. All right. It's not my favorite, but it's not a deal breaker. Okay. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> I think it's like a guy who's five five. You know, it's a little harder. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Yeah. So I was just listening to your uh, your special on the way oh, over wow. here. Oh wow! Thanks. Yeah, it's awesome. Hey, great, thank you. Great writing. Hey, I appreciate it. And it's on this edge right now. It's like yeah. <laughs> kind of insane to take on. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just But you're really doing it. What's the name of it? It's called Out to Lunch. It's on YouTube. Nobody would buy it, so I had to put it on YouTube. <laughs> it's good. Thanks, thanks. And yeah. I mean, I haven't heard the whole thing because I found out about this two hours ago. And I listened <laughs> to, I, I listen I to a couple Rogans. I'm texting Ehud. I got no information on this guy. Dude. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, but it, but uh, it was making me like for real laugh. Oh, which, thanks. That's yeah. all I want to do. And, and I don't know, comedy is supposed to be on the edge. I thought, and and now people are like, you can't say that. I'm like, oh, I was just writing jokes about shit I saw. How much shit do you take? Like online, I heard you talk about it on Rogan a little bit. I take a little bit. If I was famous, I'd be screwed. Yeah, you're kind of getting. You're pretty famous. I mean, Rogan twice. According ah. to my daughter, you're famous because she saw. Oh, he was on Jimmy Fallon. He's famous. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's the standard. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They go, he's famous, but what's his name? I don't know, but he's on Fallon. <laughs> Nobody knows my name. Yeah. So that's fine. And I can still walk through an airport and all that. I don't know if I want to be Seinfeld. That's I'm, too I'm much. Like, I'm like that, too. I, I was on Letterman five times. Still nothing. It's that Mitch Hedberg yes, joke. You know that one? Joke. Like where I, I, more people saw me at the supermarket. At the store, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. That's really. And it's, it's so true. It's actually fucking true. It's, it's so true. It's, it's really true. It's not the 80s where you do Carson once in your household uh -huh. name. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So how? what's your... Uh, What's like some of the shit you take on? Do you take stuff online or are you there? Just a or, typical, what are you, racist? You, I heard that gay, what are you, homophobic? What are you then? And you're like, no, I just made a joke. Right. It's crazy. If I'm joking about being a millionaire, it doesn't mean I'm a millionaire. Right. You know, but they only do it with the bad stuff. I think a lot of people look at it as like, this is their place to shine. I'm going right. to call this guy out. I'll be a hero. Uh, I'm going to ruin this guy. I'll be famous for ruining a famous guy or yeah. whatever it is. Because comedy is all about going right up to the edge yeah. of set what you can't say. But it's not right. that dark. It's like, it's, like no. it's, it's finding that space where it's like inappropriate. It The nature of comedy is yes. inappropriate. Yeah, that and honesty. And I think honesty yeah. is a bummer for a lot of people. <laughs> you know, if you go, hey, they go, hey, well, you make a fat joke. And they go, hey, don't fat shame. You're like, well, I'm just making a joke that it's bad for your heart. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying you sh don't be fat or you're a bad person. Mm. I just made a joke that you might die, and they get mad. I'm like, this, I'm just going with the doctor said. I don't know. Why are yeah. you mad at me? The abortion bit that you Oh, have. thanks. That's really funny. Yeah, that's a fun one. That one pissed that's a lot a of people one. off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. People but go. you're not that much darker, let's say, than Dave Attell. I mean. No, no. So does he get shit on a constant level I'm like sure. That? He probably doesn't read it. Though no. <laughs> he's getting old, he can't read. But yeah. uh, no, I, I I just think 
I check it, I read it, and I'm fascinated by it. Because I'm like, I don't think you really care. Like, are you washing the dishes going, oh, that guy? Nobody you know? cares. Nobody cares. It's like, what, do you ever follow uh, Little Duval on Instagram? I've seen a few things. He's it's really like, funny. He's really funny. He's great on Instagram. And yeah. he's like, like, what are you all pretending to care about today? Like uh, that. that nails it. That's great. And that's comedy. That's yeah. great because it's such a true point. Right. And that's why we enjoy it. Because we, we all sit around and just try not to get in trouble and we just go with the flow. This is what we're going. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. the comic will kind of go. I, I know you disagree, and I'm going to point it out. You won't do it, but I'll do it. Right. And so you're going to get some love, and and when you love, you get hate. Right. They're one and the same. They are one and the same. Yeah. Like wh when did you feel like a, as a comedian? Did you notice? Because this all sort of changed rapidly, like recently. Yeah. Did, were you doing this and going like, holy shit, watching? Because I, like, personally was watching all this stuff unfold and going like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like, even when they start deplatforming, yeah, even Alex yeah. Jones and all this, they deplatform people, and you're like, wait, I thought freedom of speech. You right. Know? But, then, it, but people are not so hip with freedom of speech. Like, did... Did that like concern you? Did you start thinking about it differently? Sure, sure. And it's scary when you're writing a joke and you go, oh, I shouldn't say that. And now you're affecting art in a weird way. Now you're in my head. And I'm right. Just, you know, I'm just trying to produce something. Like, what if Quentin Tarantino said, ah, we shouldn't have that, that butt rape scene in, in Pulp Fiction, you know? Yeah. Nah, it's too much. Somebody's been butt raped. It might trigger a thing. And like, now yeah. that's just not in there because that would bother, you know, it's, it's not good to affect the art like that. You can hate it. You can dislike it, you can turn it off, you can write a letter, but just because you don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. What if we did that with hot sauce? It burned my mouth, get rid of all of it. But I like hot sauce, I know, but it hurt me. Mm -hmm. So I gotta get rid of it. It's just, it's a weird entitlement in a way. And I think it's a combination of social media, so now everyone has a voice, everyone has their own platform. I think it's a lot of narcissism. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of showboating, like I'm a better person than you. Sure, you were upset, but I'm gonna do something about it. And I think it makes people feel good. It gives them uh, something to do. It gives them a purpose. I think a lot of people have no purpose. And with social media, you're a you're an icon or a, what do you call it? An avatar on Twitter. You're not real. You're just an entity. Yeah. So I feel better. You know when you're Everyone's in traffic and someone guy. cuts you off, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. He's a piece of shit. Uh, and then he pulls up and he goes, what's that? And you go, oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's what Twitter is. You're in your car, yeah. you know? And uh, I think you're just in your own little bubble. So at the people, red light and it just turned green and you're like, fuck you and you're take off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then if he pulls up next to you, you're like, oh, that wasn't me. I don't know. Uh, you know, also, there's a lot of people that just don't have a sense of humor. They just literally That's do not too. know when you're joking or not. I know, you can say crazy. something totally insane and they're like, you have to explain to people. Some people don't have that connection in their yeah. brain. Yeah. I know. What is that? And I think it's like them that are getting mad at like, wait, I, I'm out of this inside yes. joke that everyone else that. gets. There's a little of that. And I don't too. want anyone to have that. Yeah. If I recognize that, that I don't really get, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Right. Right. I think it's that. I think there's a lot of that. I mean, I can't dance and I wish I could and I watch people dance, but I don't go, I'm burning down the dance floor. You know, like, <laughs> it's just a weird way to act. And nobody in history has ever said, I don't have a personality. Everybody thinks they do. Everybody thinks they're hilarious or get comedy or understand. And then they, when you tell a joke and they don't like it, they go, you're not funny. And you're like, well, that, the, whole, the whole room's laughing. 
Maybe you just don't like it. It's it's a lot of me, 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 I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it also, and not to go back to COVID because that's boring, but like also it, it goes like we can't offend anybody. And also now it's getting to the place where nobody can die. No risk can happen. Right. Like it's all, and it's uh, all. Yeah, that's good. It's There's a correlation there. Yeah. And it's all like this, like everything's tightening up and it's like no one can get offended no one can die let's right. like just go into a plastic cage and go like this forever yeah that's a good point it's weird well they've done these studies <laughs> where people are sad now more upset now more <laughs> depressed more suicidal yeah and yet we've never had it better right i mean aside from a pandemic i'm talking about we got uber eats we got netflix <laughs> we eats. got we got all these great things like i got amazon i got this thing the next day you used mm. to have to like make stuff or travel to go get it or find it in the yellow page whatever the hell it was go to a swap meet and now yeah, remember when, when, phone books yeah the more shit you have and the more accessible it is and the more the less problems you have i feel like the more time you have to to stew and find things to hate and you know, our bodies are designed to wake up and till the field and protect your family mm. and kill your neighbor and fight a bear and chew it up and put the meat on a fire and build a house and a shelter. And we don't have that going. You got to you got to find something to to put your energy into. That's right. And you might as well put it into saving the world, aka activism, aka canceling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, 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 I think about this all the time, so I'm spewing a lot at you here. So no, I love you're making it. a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, am I? Of I don't course. know. But people it's... are hearing this right now, going, "Oh, this white no, man." No, no, like ninety-five percent of people are going, "Yes, thank you." And Comedians have a higher going, purpose. Uh, mm. This white, this white man. I, feel, I know. I feel like they have a higher purpose to point out these things that nobody wants to deal with, and they take it upon themselves. I'll carry the load. I'm just going to say it because no one else will. Oh, yeah, thanks. Well, I got a big load on my back, but. <laughs> Come on, there's a joke there. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, he got <laughs> it. He got it. Um, the kid still can't hear you. Okay, I, just, I always keep worrying about the kid. She was a load once, but. Uh, <laughs> Guilty. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I'm on. I'm no no he, shame. You no get shame. comedy. But, yeah, it just. Uh, I, but have you noticed that the two sides are so similar? Like, the, the evil and the really good are very similar. It's just all about, like. They think they're on this righteous path to like stop this and stop that. And you're like, you don't realize that you're so similar to the the thing you hate. Well, it's becoming more and more like that. With, yeah. Especially like with the super like anti-racist people. Going, yes. Like talking about like organization is like sort of a white trade or whatever that we, <laughs> right, we were saying, right. which is like total white, like total racism. Yeah, exactly. It's absolute racism. And like we need to stop seeing people as they're not. A, it's not a black person. It's a person. But we need more black people on TV. And you're like, I right. thought they were people. Like you just keep now. You're just counting how many black people are in a room. Yeah. You know, whereas like just treat them like. People. People just be. Just everybody you know? be. Yeah. And coming from a place like New Orleans, too, it's just like, that's the vibe there. Everybody's just like, it's just like, yeah. people are people. Everybody's like, I don't know. That was my impression of it. Totally. It's just laid back. We all just want to get laid, get drunk, and listen to fucking jazz. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Mardi Gras and Jazz Fest and the food and all that. And it's it's very mixed. Like, people like talk about the South is so racist. New Orleans is so mixed. That's it how I grew so up. Mixed. I went to public school. I mean, I was the, the the token cracker, whatever. I grew up in Treme. It was a black neighborhood, whatever. Yeah. And nobody cared. You know, now it's all we talk about. We're so obsessed. I was watching a show last night, The British Bake Off. You seen this? No. It's some dumb show where they cook. You know, it's this family cooks and this family cooks, and they try to compete with each other, and it's British and annoying and boring. But 
They had this black family on, and one of the white ladies bumped into the black lady's tray and knocked over all her drinks. They and, you know, the clock's ticking, so you need those drinks to be made. And she was like, ah, sorry. And the black lady's like, ah, whatever, I'll get it. And I remember like, and I'm like, oh, I'm such an American. I'm like, you can't do anything wrong to a black person. You know, you'll be called racist, or you'll get canceled, or you'll get kicked off the show. But I'm like, oh, it's England. They don't have that over there. They're they just, pe- yeah, they're black, they're white, they're just people. Right. Here, we think we're being so progressive. We're actually going backwards. We're going backwards. We keep separating everybody. You know, it's black versus white, men versus women, boomer, you know, yeah. uh, millennial. Like, now we separate ages, like. Gen X, Gen but Y. It, it's, on yes. pur- it's on purpose, though. They, the, the higher ups know they're trying to divide people. And You think so? I do think so. I don't I, know about I, all that so, stuff. It's, I don't either. I mean. But it just seems so insane to me that I yeah. can't see it any other way. I hope you're right. Like I it, hope. Do, it just doesn't seem legitimate. It's done, I'll, I'll put it this way: it's not legitimate in my experience of the world. They were, were, you know, where you know, like I, I don't have like I have lot. You know, I, I don't even want to say I have lots of black friends or anything like that. Right, that right, sounds right. goofy too. Like it's really hard to talk about this shit. Well, and I'll, I'll just, the other, it is, it is. We're all scared, <laughs> but, but it's not like, a good, but it's like I, good just, place. In my world, there's lots of black people, white people, whatever, <laughs> and we're all kicking it, and nobody's Jews, giving Asians. a fuck, and everybody yeah. loves each other, and whatever. It's a person-to-person thing. It'd so it's nice. like when all of a sudden it's just like this crazy racism is everywhere. Yeah. It's like, huh? I know. That's just, like so. It just that's why it seems conspiratorial because it's just not in my world. But what is but, to gain from doing that from the higher ups? <clears throat> what are they doing? Divide and conquer. Ah, wow. Divide and conquer. I that, don't know. That to, was a to, perfect answer. To, uh, to, uh, us, to control and to make sure people don't discover how powerful they are. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, because if people come together they and rise they, up. They, they, they rise up, they, like, they aren't as easy to oppress. You know, there's all kinds of things uh, designed towards that. I mean, pornography is weaponized, you know? How so? It, it creates shame in the in the person. The pe- people who are full of shame are less likely to speak out. They're less likely to be doing brave ah. things. Be, they're more likely to be quiet and guilty and stay in their little domicile and be uh, afraid. Hmm. You know, things like that. I mean, that stuff is known. Like uh, even like I guess in Germany they would like put like put it this way. That movie that just came out. If you're getting something for free. Then you're the what is it? You're the cust. You're, you're the. You're not the. You're not user. the customer. You're the. You're the client. No. no. You're, you're the product. Product. You're the yes. product. Yes. So and pornography is yes. free. So what are you the product of in terms of that? Like, you know, it's like, and I don't know the answer. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's if it's it, not a tool that you use. Then you're the one being used. Right. You're, you're, you're being tool. used. You're right. being used. They're you're, getting your information. They're using your the algorithm to sell right. you shit. You're being used. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's a social dilemma. Yeah. yeah. The social. Yes, di- yes. I haven't even seen the whole thing. I watched like ha- like 15, 20 minutes. It's of a it. little you, heavy. You gotta get but I, further. I, 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 yeah. Well, like no, it was another one of these last minute podcasts. I got called, and then Citizen Cope came over here, and we like did it. <laughs> so I, I had to like stop it, and I didn't get back into it. But I just know about yeah, it. Yeah. You know yeah. that guy. Yeah, he was just on here like, Whoa, like two days, he's big. two days ago. Yeah. yeah, I used to 
I was a Listen, single man. Don't let don't let this situation fool you. We're on the way up, man. I can, I can tell. We're like, on the, the outfit. Way, the, oh, come on. Well, I, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm My shot is from here. You guys are you guys are head to toe. We're on the so way I, up. I'm I'm shorts and flip flops <laughs> for anyone viewing and not listening. Um, yeah, porn. I never thought about, it. but then you're right. You're the product. If you're not uh, if you're using something for free, you're the product. Why would they give it to you? You know, it's well, it's, it's 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 yeah. Like why is it so? But we also Either. had Stoya, who's a big porn star. Yeah. Uh, oh, how did I miss and, her? And she she didn't agree that it was weaponized. And she I've never she, heard that. She's actually. trying to uh, make it more common and teach people about it. Well, there's uh, a, pretty common. Yeah, there's, there's an yeah. agenda to like wipe away like the family and all that kind of stuff. And like, you know, it's harder. It 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 it. it it's harder to have like a monogamous relationship when you're like constantly like you're subconsciously taking in all this like sex and, ah. and your subconscious doesn't know the uh, fact from fiction. So in your subconscious mind, you're having constant orgies right. with like hundreds of people. Mm. And, and, so, and, so, and so, and so it's sure. like, so then like when it's time to like make love to your partner, your one partner or whatever, all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a minute, this isn't like, hold on what about like <laughs> you know well, like, he also does no you know fap. I mean? well uh, i mean sometimes not all really i'm not a hundred percent related to point just do, in ge- how, how long what's my longest streak with that i think i've done like you know 90 days a few times Whoa! yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. yeah. I, thank you it's hard. Standing I mean, ovation. Hot, standing hard. ovation. <laughs> oh yeah, my my boner went up. <laughs> I know. I said it's hard, but ninety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like semen retention. It's like what the Hindus always were doing, the yogis, you know. And, and then all of a sudden, you. I'm a boxer too. Oh. So you know, yeah. It's for that. It's for creativity because that energy will have to manifest itself somewhere else. So mm. suddenly you'll start a podcast because you're not jerking off. Whoa. Type of shit. And, you're- <laughs> and that's, the, that's the true story behind this podcast. Really? It got started from NoFap. Whoa. Not I'm on not- my behalf, on his behalf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. It was hell. a one-way yeah, you should try it. You should try it. I mean, I quit porn. I, you know. Yeah. Now, now, though, there's a few Instagram people I follow. That oh, it's a little, it's a little sketchy. Yeah. Lately, I'm not being 100%. I got to be honest. Well, it's tough. Those it's Instagrams. Tough. I mean, they're just right there. I mean, yeah. And they're not naked, so. No, but it's like, you know. They're close. Some get away with borderline. Some get away with yeah. just amazing things. I mean. It's just. If I was a woman, I would go, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah. You know? <laughs> How do I compete with this? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many Cancel Instagram. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm then offended. It's, it's such a weird thing where people are like, don't objectify. And I'm like, well, what are you supposed to do with this? Right. Her, yeah. She's twerking. Yeah. Am I supposed to learn how to dance with this? What are you talking about? I, I follow object. her. I follow yeah. her. <laughs> and also, funny. I can't help my brain from it. It just does it. You know, it's like, don't judge people. Like, that's impossible. Don't profile. Are you that's st- impossible. Are you still dating a younger girl? Yeah. Yeah, that's working out then. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's I mean, been a while. Been a while. And for me, I'm, I'm a promiscuous guy, or I was. And yeah. I, uh, it, it was a real, real shift. You roped it in. She roped it in. She roped it in. Yeah. Nice. How how did so how did that happen? Uh well, you know, I'm getting I'm thirty seven. Right. So the, you know, I'm Spring getting older. Spring chicken, this guy. Spring wow. Chicken. I you just know. turned forty nine. What? Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's the, that's the fucking no fat. That's the no bro. fat. That's the no fat. Wow. Yeah, I just turned yesterday, dude. Happy birthday. Wait, can I say my age and see if he reacts like that? He's not going 45. to. Forty five. 
All right. Really? 45? Go. Yeah. I, that's, I'm reacting that yeah. way. I, I thought I, you were like in your 30s. I thought you were older. <laughs> <laughs> the drum kit's over there. Wow, man. Back to your girl. Sorry well, the 49? 49. Dude, you're killing it. Thanks, dude. That's what I, I said to Suzette last night. 34, maybe? We did the Thank math you. on wow. you, and, she, and I was like, Joe's 49. Holy fuck. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes I see, like, I, I was looking at, this is going to sound like, no, I don't even going to, well, I was just watching Josh Brolin's Instagram page. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, the, you know, he's like an older looking dude. I mean, great looking dude. Good killer. He's Josh Brolin. He's killer. Like, Sexy so this guy. Is, but he looks more his age, I think. Because, and then I'm like looking at him and, and I'm going, and he's like 51 or something. And it's like, we're the same fucking age. It's just like, yeah. Anyway. That's no country old men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Thanos. Thanos. I mean, yeah. come on. I don't know. Is that a. From, our, from Avengers Endgame. I don't it do the comic book. Weird. Oh. Sometimes I just see people and I'm just like, I can't believe we're the same age. Not that Josh Goonies. Brolin looks Goonies. old. Goonies. That'll doesn't. blow your mind. Goonies. That's him. Yeah. He was the Goonies dude. He looks great, but yeah. I just can't believe I'm as old as I am. That's it. Right. That's the point. Yeah, it happens. And just if, you shave, it just goes, if you shave, you would lose another five. It just five goes years. by. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it just goes by and you got to. You ever listen to Alan Watts? Love him. Love him. Love I don't, him. He has this thing where, you know, all we do all day is like, am I being productive enough? Am I, am I creating enough stuff? Yeah. Am I wasting my life? And he goes, life is like music. You play music. You don't work music. Yeah. And the whole point of music is just the dance of, of the notes and the yeah. and it's fun and it's night. Nice. Then it ends. Yeah. And that's like life. Everybody's like, I got to work and then retire and save money and then I'll live happily when I'm older and I'll, I won't have to work. And, I'll, and I'm like, no, no, you got to live now. And, and you don't, the point of life isn't to get to the end of it. Right. Otherwise, music would just be, <clears throat> the song would be two seconds because that would be a good song, you know, right. just getting to the end. But yeah, I think that's a, that's so true about life is like, Bad things happen, good things happen. It just goes up and down like notes. Yeah, and uh, that's what—that's the whole thing. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, Alan Watts. Love Alan Watts. He did drink himself to death, but hey, that's still. the one weird rub with him. It's yeah. like such a fucking enlightened dude. But maybe that's the thing. And he was, then he all knew of a sudden, he was like, you know what? I'm maybe just gonna drink myself to death. No, it wasn't a one. Wasn't a one off. No, nah. he was genius. So many. No, you, one off on the drinking. Oh, no, no, no. You could years. one off heroin or something, but drinking it's, is like, you drink yourself you gotta to be death. A professional. You're going yeah. in. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. I wonder why he, I guess there's a form of giving up or alcoholism. I don't know. It's a disease. Yeah, and people get sad. You can, you can be a genius and be sad. That's true. And age, you never, like age, you know, it's a wild thing. Yeah. Can't, we don't know what that's like. I mean, I know what it's like more than y'all, but only a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you've lived, man. <laughs> I've lived, I know. But it, but it's weird because every, like, with, you're just here now. Yeah. And so I'm just here now, you know? It's like, I, you're, and you're, and you evolve, but you also devolve. Like, mm. there, like, parts of you grow, and then other parts you forget about shit. Yeah. Like, you don't take it all with That's you. That's a not, good point. It's not just an upward trajectory. Right. It kind of goes like... Rrr, 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 right. You know? <laughs> like, or it's a dance. Yeah, I you think know? you're right, but I think there is a core. Yeah. There's a core you in there. Even I watched some... My friend, He's in. he lives in Ireland now. He's like, well, I found these home videos we made, like little comedy videos we made when we were seven. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, send it over. He sent one over, and I watched it. I, I just couldn't believe that was me. Right. It's such a weird time warp where you're like... Whoa, I do have the same mannerisms. I don't remember this at all. But like, none of that is you anymore. Like all no. literally all your cells are different. That's true. Now. That's but I still had some 
I, you know, I do on stage some stuff I was doing in that video. Oh, so really? like the, 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 the meat of me, the bones are there, yeah. but literally the bones are there, but it's not, I was like, I don't even know this guy. So you, that was when you were seven, you were already an entertainer. Yeah, I guess so. And what, did you have, did you grow up with your mom and dad and siblings or anything like that? Yeah. Older brother, uh, mom, dad. Yeah, the whole thing. They grew up together. in a horrible neighborhood. They were uh, together, though? Yeah, two-parent household. Nice. Which is the biggest privilege out there that yeah. nobody talks about. I guess because yeah. you can't blame anybody but the parent that left. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I weird childhood. Grew up in a bed and breakfast. Had people eating breakfast with us, like Chinese businessmen, traveling musicians, all That's that shit. That's kind of cool, though, or no? It was cool, but you know, after the romance goes away, you're like making the bed for these weirdos who are staying with you, and you're like, we had a, a housekeeping transgender housekeeper, a transvestite, and a horrible neighborhood. We got robbed all the time, so it was a weird upbringing. Like my friends would come over and be like, "What is this? Is you live in this giant house? Half of it doesn't work. There's a pigeon in here. There's a cracked window." <laughs> Like the neighborhood's crazy. You literally had breakfast with the guests. Every yeah, because I was getting ready for school. I'm eating cocoa puffs. My mom's <laughs> whipping up pancakes because that's on the menu. And you're like, "Can I have a pancake?" She's like, "This is for the guests." Oh, really? Yeah. It'd be cool if you could have all the pancakes that's you true. want. I'm going. <laughs> let's go back in time and say, "Come on, mom, let yeah. him have all the pancakes he wants." Right. Right. So, what did your one brother? Did you say older brother? Perfect son. Perfect like, son. Golden genius. child. Golden child. Genie. Not funny, but. Golden child, you know, straight A's, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Went, skipped his senior to high school just to go to college, mm -hmm. full scholarship, Peace Corps in Africa. Now he has wow. two kids, a wife who's a doctor, owns a big house in New Orleans, you know. Wow. So still the golden child. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can, he's not funny or on TV. Right. But uh, he's got two beautiful kids. and He's killing it, though. He's killing it, like, on paper, he's killing it. Oh, uh, but you don't feel like he's killing it in actual facts well i don't know how i don't know how happy he is i mean he, i get i hope he's happy but yeah. uh i kind of followed my dream and was a drunk in my old 20s and yeah. got mugged and you got mugged a bunch i know I heard yeah that. lived in new york in brooklyn and yeah. you know poor and all that but like i had a wild ride and now yeah. i'm i'm living in the village uh, which was my dream to live in the west village and and do comedy professionally so i'm doing that you're on your way up Hey, thanks. Well, yeah, we'll you're, see. You're real talented, man. He's already up there. <clears throat> no, he is up there, but he's on. But you know, household name type shit. That's hey. No, yeah. I don't know. If Maurice, up Maurice showed up. Oh. <laughs> What's up? Man? I thought we were getting robbed. How you doing? <laughs> we were just we were just speaking about getting mugged in the village. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, what's, what's up, up, Will? How you How doing? doing? Good to see me? you. Yeah. yeah, this is your intervention. Yeah, do we got you dressed up? <laughs> yeah, that's my new thing. You got a date? My new thing is suits. I got to wash my language. Great. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. She can't. Hit. Oh. She's deaf. She we learned. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What age do you think he is? He knows. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, well, he looked like he looked like he's in his thirties. That's yes. what I said. Thank you, bro. Well, he up there. I'm forty nine. I just found out. I just, he got, uh, I just he, found out. Check his twenty three of me. Got some black in him. <laughs> I'm forty nine. That's true. Yeah. Lots, uh -huh. lots. I'm proud of that. I wish I had more. More white. More black. More penis. No, I got a lot of that. <laughs> I could, yeah, I can tell. He's he's got a hog on him. You can tell. Oh yeah. Well, when you don't have a big hog, I can see who does. Well, are you the are you a penis whisperer? <laughs> I go right up to it. You're huge. 
Right in the little hole. <laughs> you can do a shot of penis whisper. <laughs> right in the little hole. Just yeah. go to girls, Is that a glory just hole go to girls, nice. Just go to girls and whisper there is don't, don't mess with him. Disappointment. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so uh, when did you discover you were funny? Oh, geez. Well, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, when I was little, I just loved comedy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you couldn't help but make jokes when you were little. And I felt like Dave, Dave Chappelle once said that when you're the youngest child, you're automatically the icebreaker of the mm-hmm. family. And yeah. I totally relate to that. Right. My family was all serious. They read a lot. They're scientific, analytic, you know, smart people. Yeah. And I was the doof. You know, I right. would slip or fake fall or whatever the hell just to break the tension. And would you? Oh, really? Because it yeah. was a tense household. Tense household. What nobody fo- jokes. Nobody cracked wise what or anything. What the folks do? Both lawyers. Okay. Yeah. So they're both just in head in a book. Everybody's really sort of straight down the middle, yes. except you. So yeah. where did you get that from? Like, is there any extended family that has like the weird uncle? Or? No, not really. I I guess boredom, and I wanted attention, and the only way to get it was to make a zinger, and they weren't making them. Right. So and when I, people would come in the bed and breakfast, would you perform for some yo, of them? Totally. So totally. that's kind of amazing. It was like you had this like oscillating audience yeah. coming in and out. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. And my parents didn't really care. They were just like, Oh, that's what he does, okay. And that just made me go, All right, I'm just gonna keep doing it then. They weren't like, Stop that, you right. know. So I just kept doing it. And I got a like a high off the laugh and you know, let's see if I can get a bigger laugh. And then you just keep trying to get better at it. Right. When did you move to New York? Oh seven. And how old were you? 22. So you were like New Orleans up till 22. Well, the ceiling in New Orleans is like, you know, what's that guy's name from Game of Thrones? Peter Dinklage height. You know, it's a, it's a small ceiling down there. And, uh, you know, as you said, the crowd sucked. There's nowhere to perform. There's no comedy club. So I had to get out. And right. I was, was New York City like a big city too when you first came at 22? Or you already like, experienced cities? Well, New New Orleans New is a Orleans wild is a city. city. I grew up in a in a poor black yeah, they, neighborhood. They show their breasts in New York, in uh, yeah. New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. And they drink outside. We know in ways we're it's one of the best cities. In I America. think we're more dangerous than New York too. Absolutely. No you fl- mean like sinking the city sinking in, in the water? No, like crime. Oh, yeah, it's more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, it used to be. I think now we're New York. Well, now, is, New yeah. York is kind of coming up in the ranks. Yeah, COVID. I mean, it's yeah. wild out there now. There's, yeah. there's shootings every day, and uh, I'm glad I don't live in the Bronx. So, at, so 22. But what what did you do after you graduated high school? Were you just performing, or did you go to college, or what? I went to college because I thought I had to. You know, yeah. I, I went to three colleges because I failed so many times. Uh-huh. I failed out. And I was such an alcoholic, and I lived in a house with five guys, and we would just get sloppy and play beer pong and play poker and all that shit, smoke weed. Classic white people shit. Exactly, yeah. We would listen to Dave Matthews and do yoga and uh, (laughs) Pilates. Wait, what did you study that you failed three times in? I took all the bullshit core, like communications and uh, TV I took a uh, film. That was That's my- everything you're doing right now. Exactly. I guess, but I just took because it, it was easy. I was like, oh, I don't have to read a book or know how to do a math problem. What about drugs? A lot of drugs. Coke and shit. Nah, I never got into the coke. I was too scared to love it, so I didn't get into it. Also, the guys I knew who did it were real messes. It goes good with drinking, though. I have I've you heard. You can drink a lot when you you know. I've heard. I'm not yeah. suggesting a lot it with by coke? the way. 
I'm not suggesting it, but I'm just saying it's like a lot of times like heavy drink blackout drunks will find it because it'll be the thing they need to just. Yeah, I got Adderall. I was an Adderall oh, well, that's guy. The same so it's thing. like Coke light. It is Coke light. Diet Actually, Coke. Adderall is more dangerous than Coke. What if do you, you mean? Me. What do you take it for? I, I, I think speed. speed. I think speed oh, okay. is way more dangerous than cocaine. I'm sorry. What is Adderall? Adderall sp- speed. It's meth. I, I, I don't do any drugs. Meth. It's prescribed for kids. Adderall is with, meth? With meth, ADD. Yeah. ADD Adderall, Adderall sounds nicer than meth. Well, uh, they, na- they renamed it to give it to white people. Is it branding? <laughs> branding. Yeah, it's branding. branding. It, breaks the, it breaks the blood-brain barrier at a slower pace than actual crystal meth. But the, the, real, the, the difference between Adderall and crystal meth is not as, is not as far as people would like really wish it was Tylenol and beer yeah exactly yeah, well, maybe it's a little bit less it's probably not quite that similar but but uh I think Adderall is more dangerous than cocaine because cocaine is honest about what it is like if you do a bunch of cocaine you're gonna wake up two days later and feel worse than you've ever felt in your whole life uh-huh. you're gonna hate everything it's so it has that natural safety of like going ah. it's a devil but it goes like hey see what i am right whereas adderall's like oh yeah you could just keep taking me and then five years later you realize you haven't slept in five years yeah. and you're like what did i do with my life yes you see what i mean and it's adderall less, is from it's a doctor less, it's How less honest it? it's like the kids are dealing it. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's yeah, out there. It's, it's prescribed. Out, it's easy to get. Yeah. It's, su- yeah. it's alarmingly easy to get. Drugs work like this. I you, have some if you need any. <laughs> did you t- are you on it now? No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> but I have some in my house. This side of the room doesn't take drugs. This, I don't take no, drugs. Never took. I was. I never. Uh, I, never. Other than pot, I never touched never. anything. Wow. I never touched anything myself. Really? Oh man. You're a virgin. Version. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never a, a never. drink. Did you, I? I I got sober. I got. I started going to meetings when I was twenty. Before I even turned. Whoa. Before I was even legal. That's a responsible kid to yeah. know to go to the meeting. Yeah. Well, I was a professional musician in high school, so I like I played five nights a week in Cleveland what? bars and shit like that. What yeah. city? Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. A- Akron, sorry. Ohio, and and uh, I lived in Akron, Ohio, and played in Cleveland. And so by the time I was twenty, I was like. I need to go to AA. Whoa. What is um the <laughs> the order of drugs? What's worse? Crack, cocaine, like heroin. Metal, heroin is the worst? Heroin, crack, cocaine, meth. Meth might what be worse. Meth is, meth is worse. Acid. Acid, acid is not bad. Acid is not bad. Not if you microdose. Acid sounds bad though. It sounds it bad because it sounds like acid. <laughs> right? It sounds like it would burn your face. Adderall sound it, like, hey, you, you got tummy ache? Take some Adderall. Right. Well, that's because the, the drug companies know to they sell know it like that. But acid's yeah. off the street, baby. <laughs> so, so like if a drug is- company marketed acid, they would call it Bluminol. Yeah, Bluminol. Side effects may include <laughs> Bluminol. Side effects may include seeing a siren pop out of the street. Right. So heroin is the top worst. Yeah. No. The number one. No, yes. no, no. Let I would the say, experts I would, speak. Please. I would say meth. Meth no. is number Crystal above meth. heroin. You could do heroin meth. once and die. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Really? I don't know. But, but that's because you're doing it wrong. Because you don't know how to do it. You could do any drug once and die, right? Exactly. I guess you're right. But it's common. Yeah, like actually, like if uh, if you if they prescribe Uh Joseph's leaning in for this one. If they prescribe (laughs) opiates, like you could, they don't actually damage your liver the same way. Like even alcohol is more damaging on your liver than some like some opiates. That's true. That's true. So it just depends. But the 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 uh, propensity to overdose is extreme with like street heroin yeah so yeah. heroin so is more, most maybe addictive it's probably the, oh yeah yeah 
But meth is so bad. Is your meth. teeth fall out. Your hair falls out. You start scratching your face. That's, not, that's not like crack. Well, I think yeah, that's same they're, thing. They're similar. It's a white yeah. powder. You know, they, remember they used to say uh, crack kills. Yeah. Most of the crackheads in my head, neighborhood, they still around. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing it wrong. They're like they, 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 <laughs> they still, like, crack. I don't think we're be taking crack. Crack must have <laughs> antioxidants in it because these crackheads are still around. Yeah. And right. lugging, lugging 300-pound TV sets up 10 flights of steps. <laughs> when, did you, when did you get sober? I'm not sober. Oh, you're not? I'm hungover right now. Oh, really? But, uh, but, you, but you stopped being a blackout drunk? Yeah, or? I stopped being a blackout. So yeah. I just toned it down. I kept it, a, what do you call it, a moderation. You, you found moderation? Yes. How'd you do that? I'm not good with that. Not, I'm sorry, not good with what? Moderation. For me, I'm not good either, but it's the hangovers that got me. I know. So I just, I love drinking, and I, when I'm drinking, I don't want to stop, but I just think about that next day. Right. Oh, you know I'm good in moderation? I'm good with uh, um, sex in moderation. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Not, not my fault. Did you start having it again? I don't. Last I, time I talked to you, you haven't had it in a while. I haven't had it again. <laughs> really? Well, last time I had some was uh, was um, this New Year's Eve. Uh huh. And then um, Jesus. That's yeah. A and long then COVID hit. Then me and my girl didn't see each other. Then we broke up. Yeah. And now I'm 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 back on the on the hanger in the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang my penis in the closet. <laughs> For anyone yeah, listening, Will no Sylvan fact. stopped by. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the weird voice. Good that, point. That, oh, yeah. for people, who is this? One of these guys? Why are you announcing during the penis announcement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the crack cocaine. So you, so you got this girl, and she like uh, said, "Hey, why don't you like? Well, why don't we make this a monogamous thing?" Yeah, from the get go, she the, was kind of like, "Hey, let's get serious. We have a connection. We're we're meant for each other. All that shit." And were you surprised because of the age difference that this was a mature situation in a way? No, I think I think girls are kind of known they're, to do that. They're advanced. Yeah, yeah. and you got that joke about that, which is like, uh, like they, what's that joke about that? Like where uh, girls are like or. Guys get accused of being like too aggressive. Oh yeah, but girls are too aggressive in the commitment yes, way. Yes, 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 right? exactly. I can't remember the bit, but I that's that's my joke. Yeah, I, yeah. Can't, I wish I could remember. I should know my own material. You really, really should. Yeah, that's an old old bit. <laughs> also, didn't come prepared. Yeah. They go hard with the commitment. You <laughs> yeah, know, they go like, hard. <laughs> they want to get married, and we're like, let's do anal. Yeah. You know, it's something like that. Like, we go hard with the sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it. I think it's a biology thing. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. how soon did she pull that on you, like the serious? Not that soon. Like she's not in the wrong at all. I'm, right. I'm a child. Yeah, you know, and she's a pedophile, but because <laughs> uh, she wants me. Right. But yeah, she's just uh, she's just ready to settle down and all that, as I think a lot of ladies are. Oh, this I, is your girl now. Yeah. yeah. Have people? Did people judge the age difference? Did you get nah, any, any nah. judgment? What how about your folks? Are your folks are good with it? They're cool with it. Yeah. yeah. How, how old is she? She's thirty. I'm thirty-seven. That's not. Dude, a that's are you serious? Dude, that's Come not. On. You brought you're it up. You're calling it know. at an age difference. Well, it is at a difference. No. Oh God! No, no. I thought I was like. <laughs> well, when she was, when I was twenty, she was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's something. All right, all right. <laughs> but I didn't meet her until I was thirty. I'm like thinking you're dating a twenty-one-year-old, something like this. No, no, so, no. So. You know, not that I would judge that. It'd be fine if you were, but... That is a weird thing that we judge. Yeah, it is weird. Women get so mad about that, did, but I'm like, she likes him Hey, did, she, did you take her uh, to, to meet the folks? I did. Wow. 
Yeah, which what, is all very scary. That is scary. I know with that lawyer, the lawyer parents, yeah. it's like they're so judgy, those lawyers. Sure. Because they're in front of judges all the time. Right. So they got to be judgy. Yeah, yeah, so I get it. did they get along? Yeah, they got along, and uh, my parents are tough cookies, I too. I know, I could tell. They're tough. They don't laugh. They don't give a lot. They're not warm. Like, wow. I'll tell a story. My mom goes, oh, yeah. And wow. I'm like, man, I just poured my heart out there, you crazy cunt but uh no sense of humor not real i mean she's a laugher but it sh if she won't fake it and and will she listen to this podcast and go you jerk how do you i hope go? not does yeah. she fake other things <laughs> no my dad's not happy either but uh <laughs> she's they're just tough they're just tough to get a rise out of you know? <laughs> which makes me bring the heat as a comic as a kid you know yeah. you really got you got to work to get that laugh Right. Well, like, maybe I, that's why that's yeah. why you're good. Maybe, maybe. But uh, I I remember it's fun to take girlfriends to meet my parents because they're like trying to impress them, and then my my girlfriends are like, "I'm Damn. bombing out here." I'm like, "Look yeah. at my childhood, <laughs> whore. That's my whole life." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's not you. It's them." But I'm glad someone else gets to see it. <laughs> I'm glad you know my pain now. Yes. Did it, so so. Uh, it's are you gonna get married? You think? I guess. I mean, uh, seems like it. What else can I do? You got Hopefully, you. have you know. asked? There's no yet? rush. Wait a minute, I want to ask. It's been Tell years, her. bro. She's thirty. He was talking about this relationship on Rogan 400 years ago. <laughs> this, they've well, been back when they've she been was 24. <laughs> that was back when she was 20. Hey, wait, was like, I, I want to ask when you when she met your parents. Was it was it your idea? Was it her idea? Whose idea to meet your parents? It was a bad idea. It was her it, idea. Yeah, it's not, never my idea. Yeah, come on, <laughs> gotta be her idea. Hey, you know what we should do today? Meet my parents. Yeah, exactly. It's her idea because that guys takes, never say that. That takes the relationship to the next level. Should exactly. we fuck or meet my parents? Oh. Hey, you know what we should do? We should go tuxedo and wedding wedding shopping. Night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not that I'm going to propose. I'm just saying, just in case. I don't get marriage. Like we're we're together. What is this ring gonna do? I don't get it. It means yeah. now if you cheat, now you really cheat. I'm gonna get is shit that what it for is? saying this. It takes it to the next but level. I have. I have a child and I'm not married. And I was like, when are you going to get married? The child is right there. Why do we need to get what more? That's a contract. Exactly. But no, the, uh, you need to it, like. But it's such a, it's such a, not, the least romantic thing on the planet. Let's sign some shit. Let's get the government involved. All these Let's make it legal. Don't care about. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's not fairy tale romance. Well, then, then you hear about the tax breaks you get. Like, yeah, all right, it's not a bad idea. Ah, uh, but then mm. the, that's obvious that the government wants you to do it, yep. which also seems fishy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it, but it's a it's a gal thing, and I know I'm generalizing, but it is. And you're gonna get hit soon. I can tell. Uh, <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, you can man. see he's already. I can, know. I can just tell, dude. The wise man. The wise. Yeah. <laughs> it's just scary because I'm not good at getting out of things. <laughs> That'll make it harder and harder. She's got you by the ball. So you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a great gal and and a, and a catch. And I'm I'm happy to be with her. I'm lucky to be with her. It's just I don't get the marriage thing. Mm. It just it's not for me. But I guess you got to do it. Yeah. Are you gonna have kids? I guess. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Uh, do, you, do you want kids? I don't know. I think you got to do it before they become retarded, right? There's a, there's, a, there's a clock ticking, you know? Right? I mean, people get offended by that. I'm like, isn't that just biology? I don't know. But, Joe, isn't the marriage thing in this country at least a lot to do about God and, and, and religion more than? Yeah, I guess. But women yeah. like it. They've, they've like glommed it. onto this, right. this yeah. fucking Are you guys tradition. living together? Yeah. Nice. 
Sounds great, man. <laughs> it's I'm, great. I'm She's a great gal. You. We're going to hang out tonight, watch the debates, have a few pops, maybe eat each other out, the whole thing. I but love it. Can I come over? Sure, but I don't want that big <laughs> yeah. dong in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you sit over there. <laughs> I'll still reach you. <laughs> so, so when you so you moved to New York at 22, right? Yeah. And then, like, when did you start going and doing comedy? Like in New York, the first night I got there. First night, so no. you're already doing it in, yeah. a, in New Orleans. Yeah, that's why I moved, just solely for comedy. And so, you, were you already like getting good in New Orleans at it? Or I was you... one of the guys in New Orleans, but in, again, I had I was in a bubble, yeah. and then I moved to New York. I bombed for two years. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. It was bad. It was bad. And here's the weird thing: I bombed everywhere. I was like, man, I don't get it. I was killing in New Orleans. All <laughs> oh, right. And I, I, I was. It was two, literally two years of just bombing every night feeling bad just mm. being laying in bed going oh did i make a mistake i'm so sad i can't get a laugh and then i just snapped on stage some right. guy heckled me in the front row and i just went off on him and i started killing right. going off on the guy so that's what it, i had to break that wall i built a shell uh, that i was in a and seinfeld I, shell yes yeah. and once i broke through that i was killing yeah and i needed that guy to call me a homo or whatever he called me and it, it triggered me to just snap and i became myself your shadow came into the yes. into the picture if you see him today would you thank him no he was a piece of shit <laughs> but uh but he woke up the shadow he got it i was doing a lot of like what's the deal with uh, have you ever noticed uh, it's why do we call it a couch and then a sofa and everybody's like oh i hate this cornball <laughs> and then this guy started going nuts on me and i was like fuck you and i just kind of had a meltdown because like i was a so superhero. angry superhero the gamma rays hit you and yes. you became the hulk don't That's make it. me angry nice yeah. So ever since then, I changed my whole act and view. And what? And when? How'd you reapproach it? When you like, just be you more be, the way you are with your friends. Be that guy on stage. Just more. be more laid back. Yeah, I thought I had to present this comedy guy. Right. You know, this stand-up comedian persona. person persona. Yeah, it's yeah. all your personality. That's it. But it took me snapping to let that happen. Yeah. Where'd you get your your voice? Is wild. <laughs> Do you hear that a lot? Yeah, 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 it's a bummer. I got a weird voice. No, it's great. Ah, that, trying to pick that, up a lady with this thing. That's a strength. I don't know. <laughs> it's a signature. Hey, hey, it's a signature. Um, <laughs> thanks. It's working that in that way. Like I'll I'll be at a store sometimes, and the the the, the cashier is like, give me a, a weird look, and I'll be like, how much is that? And he's like, oh, the voice. I know you're a comic, and I'm like, oh mm -hmm. yeah. So the voice is more than the face. Yeah. You got like an old school voice. Yeah, right? it's like uh, old like, school. Like, yeah, it's I, like, and I promise uh, you that we'll bring yeah, this country yeah, yeah. back <laughs> on its feet. I can't put my finger <laughs> yeah. on it, but you sound like someone. And big penises else. for everyone. <laughs> We're gonna get rid of these Jews. <laughs> whoa, 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 oh, sorry, Ehud's a Jew. I love the Jews. Non-practicing Jew. <laughs> oh, best kind. Right. <laughs> well, the Orthodox are. Terrifying. Let's be honest. Any extreme of any religion is terrifying. Yeah. ISIS, yeah. Uh, the the super Christians. Yeah, yeah. People that can't. Yeah, that Republicans. No sense of humor. People. No sense yeah. of humor. People. I used to live All around across the board. I used yeah. to live in Crown Heights, and these Jews would be like, because uh, I lived on the black side. Mm -hmm. There was a black side and a Jewish side. I lived on the black side, and they would. I'd walk home at 4 a.m. shit faced, and they would pull up in a minivan, you know, with the yarmulkes, the, the tassels, and everything, and they would be like, What are you doing? Get in. And I go, I'm not Jewish. So I'm like, Ugh. And they'd slide the door closed and drive off. I was like, Oh, I thought you cared about it. Was me. it like the A team of Jews? Yeah. The A team? Yeah. The J team. The J team. Get in. Yeah, it was bad. That's and funny. I would go, Excuse me, sir, do you know how to get to 14th Avenue? And he would look at me and go, You Jewish? I go, No. He goes, Never heard of it. And I walk a block and it hit 14th Avenue. I go, Motherfucker. That's funny. They're very secular. 
So what happened when you moved to New York? You got mugged a bunch. Yeah, three times in like a year. In what neighborhoods? One in Crown Heights, one in Canarsie, and one in Hell's Kitchen. Just because you were blackout drunk? That's what it was. I, I, I don't even blame these guys. I was a sitting duck. I mean, I, was, I brought it on myself. Mm. One time I, uh, was, I went to Rudy's on 9th Ave. I don't know if it's a great bar. Free hot dog with every beer. Mm. So I was so broke, I needed the food, and I wanted to get drunk. So mm -hmm. I would do that. And I got shit-faced, and I, I was walking to the subway. I'm broke. I'm a nobody. I'm 23, 24 years old. I see a little doorway, and I go, I'm going to take a little nap. Just a quick nap a before nap. I head home. You know, sure, it's 3 a.m., <laughs> but I'll take a little nap. And I pass out, and I wake up, and, like, four guys are going through my pockets and stuff. And I go, oh, what are you doing? And then one of them goes, he's waking up. And I went out again. And, uh, I mean, they got my phone, my keys, my wallet, my joke book, my pen. You know, they got everything. Their shoes. Yeah. And, I, and it was, you know how hard it is to get back to your house when you have no wallet? Because, like, all right, my Metro card is gone. I'll just buy one. Oh, I can't buy one. I got no credit card. And so I had to jump the turnstile, get home, beg my roommate for 20 bucks, buy a Metro card, go to the back. I mean, it's, it's a nightmare. Get a new phone. Imagine you know. you'd get arrested for jumping the turnstile and right. up in jail. No ID. Right. Like you, it's just like yeah, the you, way things can go wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So, what's your technique to moderate the drinking? How is that? Because that that's notoriously doesn't work out for yeah. most people. Uh, trust me. I've and slipped. you know, denial's not a river in Egypt. <laughs> You ever heard that one? I have. I like it. I like it. I love jokes like that. What the ghost eat for dessert? Booberry pie. You know, I grew up on that shit. I would read those books all night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Booberry pie. Um, but yeah, it's true. But I, I don't worry. I've, I've blacked out many times since I've tried not to. But right. I have so many things to do now that when I'm hung over, I just can't do these things. I have like right. I got this. I got a podcast over here. I got to do a shoot with a guy. I got to do a thing over there with a, with a realtor. And then the bank needs me, whatever. So I've kind of set my life up to have a bunch of things to do in the day. And if I'm mm -hmm. hung over, I just can't get them done. And the guilt my God, the guilt. The guilt. So the guilt, I, shame, and remorse. I'll have that seventh beer, and I go, just put it down, because tomorrow you're going to hate yourself, and I, and I just yeah. put it down. Because I've had so many mornings where you wake up, and you're like, you get one eye's open, your head's throbbing, oh, you hate hurts. yourself, your yeah. dick's bleeding, you, you know, your <laughs> asshole hurts, you don't know what happened. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's just guilt, and you got to remember that guilt. But trust me, I want to do it. That's why I wish I liked weed. Weed, you wake up, you're fine. I like weed. I just quit weed again, though. Why? You were getting unproductive? Again. Yeah, because it just makes you paranoid, and I don't know. I, li I like to reset it. The thing I do lately is kava. And kava? I, I go to this kava bar on 10th Street. What's that? It's a it's a root drink like uh, and, and it's an intoxicant. Come on, it's yeah. a bar for alcoholics <laughs> it's without a bar, alcohol. Yeah, what? a lot of addict people go there and drink, but but you you get kind of this weird buzz. Is it like CBD? Tastes like shit. It's, it's a little yeah. It's like <laughs> CBD in a way, not really, but in that realm of like Whoa. things that aren't that bad for you. That well, CBD is actually good for you, but yeah. Like, and maybe kava's not even bad for you, but uh, it's, it's they not, also have kratom. They have. Oh, as well. that stuff's addictive. I've and heard. that is addictive. And I've had habits with that before. Ah. Is that yeah. the tea? That's the tea. It's it, horrendous. It, it's uh 
Yeah, but when you're an addict, it's like. So it's, what do you get addicted to with the kratom? It does something or not? Yeah, it does something. It does get you a little. Oh yeah, a little, yeah. It's like oh, it has an. He opiate. took me once. I had like eight, and nothing happened. <laughs> oh good. And it, and, right. it, and it cost me a hundred bucks. So oh. I might as well would have bought. It is. Exp- pot. It yeah. is expensive. And like. It's expensive. Yeah. I thought it was kratom. It, well, maybe it is. Ah, I don't know. I like. I, the, think, I, I call it kratom, but it could be kratom. Isn't kratom like the hot chocolate? See, thing? the thing is with kratom though, or kratom <laughs> or whatever, is like. It also like it's a pre-workout. I, I've seen people in like yoga studios taking it right before the yoga class because mm. it also can like help with exercise. So it's this weird drug that's like has it has a negative side to it because it's habit forming, but it's not like there's it's it's almost dangerous. Again, it's dangerous the way I was talking about Adderall being dangerous because it doesn't really fuck you up that bad. Right. So it's easy to get into a habit yes, of it. Exactly. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, whoa, I'm addicted to something. What the hell? Uh-huh. So that can happen. Okay. I'm going to try this kava. Well, you know, I, I'll take you there sometime. Take if me. You want. Yeah, I would I love wanna to. I want to roll with you. Yeah, I'll put on a suit. <laughs> <laughs> the suit thing is new. Usually oh, okay. I wear athletic gear and stuff oh, like that. Oh, weird. Like we can wear jogging pants pants too or unless you want to wear a suit we can i don't want to wear jogging pants all right let's wear a suit all right <laughs> there's a sale at century 21 by the way they're going out of they're going is out that of, right yeah they're going out of business union square no uh, uh downtown tribeca wall street area all right i'm down yeah they're going out of business <laughs> whoa yeah. so it's like a exodus sale? everything must go Ooh. all sales all are suits final. must go oh i'm in yeah i get rid of my lawsuits too <laughs> yeah all right that's a cheesy joke uh cool let's do it i'm down yeah i need some suits how long before you got into the the comedy scene in new york city where like we had ian Fidance like a year ago uh-huh. and and he was just telling back then how he got into the the cellar like the whole process and you got to get approved and this it's guy, tough and uh, how did that work for you it, like what's that scenario like in New York? It's a big process, and it's it's uh so incremental. It's like gradual, you know. The, when you're a kid, and you put the notches on the wall, and you're like, I'll never be tall. But if you just keep going, it'll gradually happen, and then before you know it, you're uh you're at full height or whatever. But yeah, just got into one club, and each club was a different hurdle, and you just kept going. And I'm my whole thing is like, what else am I doing? You know, like a lot of guys, like I did comedy for two years. Yeah, I had some good times, and I did this and I did that. But it it just it didn't pay the bills. And I'm like, yeah, but I have no plan B. This is it. So, yeah, it didn't pay the bills for me either, but I just keep going. That's what yeah. you need to do. That's what you need to do. That's if, what if you artists, really like it. artists need to do. Yes, you know? exactly. There's, like, there's no end game. What's the no. end game? Like, oh, I'll be a zillionaire and do Carnegie Hall every night. And But, yeah, but even if you do that, what then what? Then what? Look at Eddie Murphy, for instance. There you go. You He's know, thinking about like, coming back. Yeah. It, it, like, your your success can also limit you. So it's just all about keeping going. Like, I think he some sort of intim- – you can be intimidated by the success of your past yes. to the point where you, Completely. like, silence yourself. Because, Completely. Because you're afraid you can't, like, live up to your right. own hype or whatever. And I saw, I've 100%. saw many people just go whoop and just pass everybody and just something about yeah. them. They had charisma. They were the right look or whatever, and they just zoom up and now they're gone right so i'd rather and i was jealous and i was like oh that yeah. i wish that happened to me and blah blah, blah. but it, i think it's good to just incrementally gradually go up mm-hmm. and you know i just like doing comedy so <laughs> if i can do this and i'm not 
rich and famous, I'm still doing the thing I love to do. Listen, if you got something in this world that you love to do, you're ahead of the curve. That's so many true. people are just bored out of their minds with no That's place true. to go and no clue as to what they want to do or not even yeah. able to come close to like doing what they really want to right. do. Right. So if you're already there, that's a huge form of success already, regardless of what, what you know, what it looks like on paper. Yeah, completely. And uh, I'm, I'm already consider myself lucky. I live in New York City. I'm paying my rent with stand up. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm yeah. good. I don't need to be nor do I want to be famous and be, you know, on TMZ every day. All that shit seems horrible. Yeah. Where do you perform? When, All the comedy when, clubs. When they were, used to have performances. You name it. Gotham, Cellar, mm -hmm. The Stand, Caroline's, Stand Up New York, anywhere that would have me. And, and places like this, I did millions of these kind of rooms. You got a podcast? Yeah. What's that like? You do story time or something? Story With Mark time. Norman? <laughs> yeah. How does it go? Me and a friend, yeah. uh, we, we both <laughs> had crazy stories, and we would go to diners and hang out after shows mm -hmm. and talk, and we were like, this is funny stuff. Like He would tell one, I would tell one, and then we were like, we should... It was his idea. He's like, we should do a podcast where we talk talk to comics and then get their stories because mm -hmm. every comic's got crazy stories. Okay, and, like musicians. Yeah, and it just and you you get to be funny while telling it, and you've told it so many times, you've kind of put jokes in it. So we thought, hey, let's get comics on and just have a big discussion and tell stories. And then we couldn't get a lot of comics because of scheduling snafus and everybody's on the road and whatever. So then we would just have to do an hour together, and then we were kind of built this rapport. And this language, just from being funny together, and uh, it's like a two-man act kind of thing. Yeah, and then it just grew. And now, when we have guests, people go, "Ugh, go back to YouTube." <laughs> oh, really? So then it just, we just kept it as us. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So that's is called, that why you never had me back? Yeah, yeah, they hated you. <laughs> yeah, they hated you. And uh, I you mean, know. we didn't have you back. You just showed up. Well, <laughs> Plus, we don't have any, we don't have any black comics on. Come on, yeah, but that's uh, the that's <laughs> Will's our black guy. Yeah, <laughs> we have a quote only for only room for one though. Uh, and if Will dies, we got that guy. So yeah, but yeah, there's a there's a waiting list if Will dies. Yeah. Oh man, what what's the podcast called? Tuesdays with stories. Oh, Okay. Nice. The Joe is it, List. Is it video? I'm trying to get him on the podcast. He'll do it. Is it video or is it just it's, audio? Uh, it's video now. We we avoided yeah. video for a long time because we like just being in the people's ears. But yeah. all these people said, like, I only watch YouTube for podcasts. So we had to do it. Man. So I was just listening to this Ethan Hawke TED Talk today. You remember Ethan Hawke? Hell yeah. Of course, I yeah. I love Ethan Hawke. Yeah, but it sounds like a boring TED Talk. <laughs> nah, dude, it's the best thing. It's like awesome, super All inspiring. Right. He talks about Allen Ginsberg and talks oh, yeah. about Allen Ginsberg going on this like uh, show with uh, this conservative guy. I forget, William F. Buckley. Oh, yeah, I know Allen And Allen Ginsberg was doing this Hinduism thing and like playing a harmonium and doing uh, like Hare Krishna chanting. And then he was like... Uh, um. The next day, everyone in America was making fun of this like dirty hippie, like singing Harry Krishna and William F. Buckley's thing, and he and and Ginsburg goes back to like New York intelligentsia, and everyone's like making fun, like going like, "Hey, man, you're like the laughing stock of America," and Allen Ginsberg is like, "That's my job. I'm supposed to like, you know." make people think and wake people up like that's the job of the artist like to to and so the whole premise of his ted talk was like don't be afraid to suck yeah like don't be afraid to just put yourself out there and 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 do your thing and like that's like such a great energy to come from with creativity is like 
just being able to like do something and not worry about if it's good or not. Don't limit yourself. Just, I agree. Just go for it. And I think I feel like co comedians face that more than almost anybody. Yeah, well, that's part of the job. And also, right. and now this everything's so documented. Everybody's got their phones filming you and everything that they'll put out that part. Right. And then they ruin you and they go, this guy's not funny. Look at how weird he is. Why would I ever go see this guy? And you're like, yeah, but if I do that enough, I get to this special place. And that guy you seem to love. So let me just get there. Right. So that's the hard part about comedy. Sometimes people will see it and they'll go, this was horrible. This is weird. I don't get it. And you're like, I know, but I, the only way to, for me to work it out is in front of you. Mm -hmm. And you happen to see the workout part. But on the special, you'll see the finished product yeah. like you said you watched my special and you thought it was funny you know how many of those jokes died for weeks and right. weeks before i got them right right and that's just part of the game yeah, like an, an athlete gets to train and practice behind closed doors and when you're doing the material that you're doing it is really edgy uh -huh. uh, you know like so for you like I, I imagine you're on the wrong side of that edge yeah a, a lot, all the time too. all the time so what do you do when that that stuff gets out there because you land it on the comedy special, you yeah. landed it where it's definitely still edgy, but it's it's in my opinion going on the right side of that line of the edge. It's never offending me. I think sure. it, I just thought it was funny as hell. But like, you must do it where it is fucked up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, What's all the that time. Like? But that, I, luckily, I'm not famous enough for that to be out there. Yeah. But if I was famous, I that's why these guys like, like the Dave Louis, the Louis the thing. Louis right? thing. Yeah. He got fucked and the Dave Chappelle, he puts the phone in the bags thing now. <laughs> right. Because you gotta do it. We're working out here. Yeah. It's not all a finished product and if you don't wanna see the workout, don't come. What are your tricks to like get yourself into that space where you're not afraid to like face that social shame? Uh I just do the tried and true act then. If I'm not feeling up for it, this fight or this bomb or this person thinking I'm a piece of shit, I just got to go. I, I could just do the tried and true that they'll like because yeah. I still have that in my back pocket. Right. But the fun stuff is that edge. That's why you got into it. That's what you want to work on. But it hurts. Yeah. You know, like not only do they not laugh, they don't like you. Yeah. And the whole kind of point of comedy is like, let me win these guys over, get them to like me, get them to laugh. Mm. So it's tough. It's yeah. tough sometimes, but but when you <laughs> when you land it and you figured it out, there's no better feeling. I'm thinking of that story you told on Rogan about going to the guy's wedding and he tells you to be like really edgy or whatever, oh. or be brutal and <laughs> like, like brutal. And he gave you the dirt on all his friends yeah, and you're yeah. like up there calling. Like, <laughs> True story. <laughs> you know, Will. Nobody really wants a comic. They they're picturing in their head like you killing up there and the whole crowd high-fiving the booker like that was a great show oh yeah. man where'd you find this guy but it, it's not that it's you in an awkward position you're gonna zing and zang and do what you got to do to get by and it's not always great also people think that you're a comic you could just turn it on and off like they'll have you do i, I have people ask me to do shows oh yeah well i'm doing the, i want to do a show at in in, in in um i sell cars and so People gonna be by the cars, cars they won't oh, buy, and just yeah. come out and do jokes. Oh my god! Right. I'm like, that's not how comedy. That's not how it works. Well, so you're not a comic? I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> yeah. They just think that you could just walk to a parking lot and just, yeah, look at this guy's tie, look at this guy's shoes, like that's right. not. Yeah. One thing I found though is, if you're on the outside of that, it's hilarious. Like, if you're in the parking lot making jokes, you're gonna bomb, and everybody's gonna go, "What the hell? Who's this guy? This guy sucks." But if I filmed you doing that and hysterical. presented it, yeah. that would be hysterical. But the joke's on you, though. 
Yeah, the yeah. joke's on you, but if you're willing to <laughs> suck it up for that moment and then have the video be great, it's worth it. It's just crazy the similarities between songwriters and comedians where a songwriter will have an album out, do a record release show, play the album, and then keep on doing the shows. And if he gets the song wrong or something goes wrong, it's not a big deal. It's a successful night. But for comics, you really are rehearsing for that one show where everything's got to go perfect. And you could technically every performance is like, I'm just trying it out. It might be terrible. And there's no satisfaction. Almost. Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird art form, comedy. It is. You need reaction from the audience every like 30 seconds yeah. or even even faster whereas a songwriter you you need it every few minutes and then even then if you can sense okay, they're not really loving me, you could just go right into the next song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, exactly. you know, like And if you watch Will murder for like 20 minutes, let's say right. you watch Will and you go, "Wow, this guy's killing and he's killed from jump and to the end." All those laughs were worked out somewhere and failed all along the way over many months and many years, and it was humiliating, but you got there. Mm. And that's why these guys don't change their act for 10 years, because they're like, I got this working. It was a hell to get here, yeah. but why? I can't change now. Like, yeah, Jay, I can't start a new hour. The Jay Leno thing. Yeah, exactly. So how, what's your writing process like? How do you, like, when does a joke strike you? What's that like? Or when, like the Mitch Hedberg thing, like when I'm like, think of something funny, I got to either like get up or convince myself it's not that funny. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That one? Like what's your, what's your situation with I have that? A, I have a thing pop in. You know, that's what really the innate part of, com of being a comic is. They say, well, you're born. Born funny? Where does it come from? Can anybody be funny? Right. I think the real innate thing is hearing something and go, there's something there. Right. Anybody can write a joke or figure out how to make a joke or whatever, but the, the innate thing, the gift is, I think there's something there. And then you got to tool with it and noodle with it. And uh, it, nine out of ten times it doesn't work. Mm. But sometimes you get that perfect thing. Uh, like I had a joke that Will actually pushed on where uh, I was talking to a friend and he's Mexican, like mm -hmm. from Mexico. And I was telling my other friend, I go, hey, this guy's from Mexico. He's right off the boat. And I go, well, it's more of a truck. You know, because there's no boat going <laughs> from back and forth. It's a truck. Oh, and yeah, yeah. the joke bombed. Yeah. And then I did it on a Zoom show or something with you. And Will heard it. And I was like, ah, maybe that joke's got no legs. And you were like, no, no, there's something there. And then we did this whole thing about off the boat. What about the settlers? The Native Americans must be like, oh, these fucking British. They're right off the boat, you know. And then mm -hmm. we kind of started playing with it, and I was like, there is something here, and now it's working. Oh yeah. But I needed you to tell me because I was I was going off the reaction of the crowd. I'm the joke whisperer. He is. I'm the dick whisperer. He's the joke whisperer. How are you finding Zoom shows and all that? Is it a nightmare? Or are you like okay with it? It's a way to work the muscle a little bit, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, but it's it's kind of a nightmare. So where, where's the next performance going to be, or when is it? It's all, I mean, I perform every weekend. It's outdoors, it's on a roof, it's in a field, it's on a, in a park, a parking lot. So. Oh, yeah, so you're still doing it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm Don't booked all weekend. Don't you have a show weekend. tonight? What's that? Don't you have a I show? I got a show tonight in Brooklyn on a roof. Wow. And how, and how many people show up? I think it's sold out. It's like, uh, I think they're allowed 50, you mm -hmm. know, with the social dist and all that crap. Nowadays, yeah. it's easy to sell a show out. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Everyone's kind of a sellout. Right, uh, yo, we sold five tickets. It's sold out. Right, right. <laughs> so that is what's happening with the arts is people are just like doing it on a roof or doing yeah. it in the park and this, that, and the other. And I think it's weeded a lot of these hobbyists out a little bit because, you know, there's no glitz and glamour anymore. And uh, you got to like really like it to want to do this roof bullshit. Right. 
That's cool. Yeah, weird times. The fucking weirdest times, man. Yeah, but hopefully we get through it. I, I'm, I'm hearing 25% is allowed indoors in like Soon, October. Yeah. And outdoor dining all through the winter, I guess. Now. Ah, the heat lamp guy is going to clean up. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah ah, it's a good time funny. to invest in heat lamps. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking, the heat lamps. I cleaned up on Purell. Yeah. <laughs> Stock? Stock, yeah. Purell? Oh, yeah. Did you really? Nah, no. <laughs> I want to be that guy, though. Like, oh, I got in early on Apple, but I'm not that guy. Where's the show in Brooklyn? Uh, way out in Bushwick on on Broadway. And it's supposed to rain tonight. I don't want to rain on your parade. Oh, really? well, then it'll be canceled. I don't have to go. But <laughs> When's the debate? Night, tonight at 9. Okay. Tonight at 9. So, doesn't that seem late for those old fogies? <laughs> Maybe they're doing it. Who, who are you rooting for? You don't got to say. I just want to watch these two uh, gonna, bumbling retards geriatric. go at it. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. so funny. Like, that's high entertainment. I, it really it is. It really is. Talk about it's a comedy act. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like two old guys <laughs> fighting for a handicap spot. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a comedy special. Well, where, where do you think freedom of speech is headed? It almost feels like we're going to have two camps. You know, just like the people who want to say funny shit and weird shit and dark yeah. shit which is going to be the internet, podcasting, YouTube, and then there's just going to be these people who don't like it who, are, I guess, are just sad yeah, and miserable. And, you know, ah, and, and they're all going to end up policing each other and then fighting each other, and you're like, what are you doing? Hug your kids. Kill yourself. But do you, you know? think that you're – do you feel like uh, you're there's danger in you not being able to do what you do? There would be if there was no internet. Thank God for the internet. You know, because these gatekeepers are so scared. I think these mm -hmm. like networks, because they got sponsors and they got a they got a bottom line. You know, yeah. they got to pay the bills, so they can't have you saying retard or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which I get. You know, they're just trying to cover their ass. They don't actually give a shit about the the compassion of for retarded people. They're just right. like, ah, you, you're gonna get us in trouble. You know, so uh, you can put it on YouTube and and still still have a voice. Yeah. I guess. I mean, uh, let's hope so. But maybe I mean, it'll change. I that don't know. could change too, though. You yeah, know, that's true. We could become like China, like China. China. <laughs> but listen, the you internet know? isn't foolproof. I no, mean, no, you're not. right. I'm gonna you're give right. a bad example, but like Trump is banning TikTok, so that's an internet ah. app that all of a sudden you can't download. So right. that they could take, you know, anything could be taken away. Yeah, you're Just right. Just shut off the server farms, wherever the hell they are, and there goes YouTube and Google. I mean, but I would secretly love if that happened, because then. We could just go back to being in a comedy club and living in that moment and listening to a comedy show and not AM recording radio. it. And yeah, which I'd be fine with in a weird way. I think maybe we all need a little of that. Maybe maybe we get rid of Twitter and all that shit and Facebook and yeah. we might be better off. Probably. Do you ever take breaks from social media? I should. I, I use it. Now, maybe I'm the product, but I use it to you know gain fans or put funny content out yeah. and shit like that. But it's a double-edged sword because it's... It's a thing that we, we, we all of us, we want to be self-employed, right? Yes. You don't want to depend on anybody, a promoter. Now comics are like selling out through social media that we need, and now we go to the clubs and like sell out, but then, hey, don't record my set. <laughs> right. So, right. You know. Yeah, it's the one medium where you're like, God forbid you record the comic, it's the end for the comic. It is, yeah. It's where a horrible Music move. is bootlegged every single fucking night. Every show of, of the Grateful Dead tour, beginning to end, fuck-ups, it's all out there. Yeah. But not with comics. But the thing is, the Grateful Dead 
or whoever's in the Grateful Dead now isn't making a Puerto Rican guy joke. You right. know, well, and the, and songs well, are, songs aren't blown if you heard it once. Like with comedy, yes. it's like well, once you point. once you know it, it's like it's kind of it's you know that's why they got to write a new hour every year. Right, you, you got to put out like a new song, album. Yeah, but people and, but people want the old songs. They want the hits. You're as a musician, you're like trying to like here's my new shit. People are like nah, play yeah. that first <laughs> shit I heard. That's yeah, what fact, I want. They want to hear new <laughs> shit. They want to hear old <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, like play that first song you made over and over again for the rest of your fucking life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it. There's no stairway to heaven with comedy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for doing All right. Thank, Thank you, know, you, Mark. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having great, me. I hope this was all right. You. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll head down to Century 21. Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll take you to the Kava bar. Yeah, let's sit some yeah. Kava. Uh, yeah. I'll take you to the green tea Thank bar. you, Will, yeah. for uh, thanks, Will. introducing Mark. Yeah. Mark is one of my favorite comics, man. Oh, He's hey, dope. Come on. Yeah, check him out. Hey, and Will's not what, bad. What's what about your social media? You want to plug that or anything? Uh, or? Yeah, get off social. No, it's uh, Mark Norm on Twitter, Mark Norman on Instagram, Mark Norman Comedy is the website. Check out the pod, check out the special, and praise Allah. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> That'll get you in trouble. <laughs> See you later. Hi, this is Joseph Arthur. Thanks for checking out Come to Where I'm From. Please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash come to where I'm from. We are an independent podcast, and any contributions you can make are greatly appreciated.